0: And these kids that I teach are from ages like 6 to 16 Um, and so they're still developing and so encouraging them to work now on their strength and building from the ground up to become better dancers as well has been really cool and it's never anything I've included in my technique classes before but now I will do like short foot with them and like splaying our toes and things in class.
1: Welcome back to the Restore to Explore podcast, hosted by your soulmates from The Foot Collective. I'm Mac Lyon, and we're on a mission to empower humans to restore their natural health and function from the ground up, so they can explore movement and life with freedom and confidence. I'm back with another story from The Soul, and this week I chat to Mandy Morrison, a tap-dancing teacher and young mother from the Gold Coast in Australia. Mandy's barefoot journey began, sadly, like so many others, when she suffered a serious injury. Throughout this episode, we chat about the slow but enjoyable path back to doing the things she loves, how her improved foot strength and mobility has made her a better tap dancer, and why she's now passing on her newfound appreciation for her feet to her children and her young students. This week's episode is brought to you by our TFC community. It's a completely free online space that we like to think of as a private community hall for humans to learn, connect, share, inspire, and support one another on the journey to foot freedom without the usual distractions of social media. Inside you'll find a growing library of education, training, and resources to help you resolve common conditions, restore natural function, and explore your body's potential. To join, just head to thefootcollective.com. You'll find the link in our show notes. Well, Mandy, thanks so much for joining us on the Restore to Explore podcast. Uh,
0: No worries. Pleasure to be here.
1: We finally got to meet, uh, well, it was a few weeks ago now, down on the Gold Coast, your neck of the woods. Uh, You came for one of our shoes-optional strolls and it was a really nice morning, just a, a pretty small group, but uh, yeah, great to to finally connect in person. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll let you sort of take the the stage. Uh, yeah. What's your story? How did you find out about the Foot Collective?
0: Yeah. Well, yes, I'm um, Gold Coast, um, and yeah, that morning was so much fun going for that stroll with everyone, and um, yeah, it was really cool to chat and connect then. Um, so my story, I guess. I um I came across the foot collective. So a bit of backstory. I work as a dancer. I've danced my whole life since I was tiny. Um studied it at uni, and I work as a dance teacher and a performer. Um and when I um was working one day in twenty twenty, just before the pandemic hit, I actually uh was performing on stage it was very dramatic and I tore a ligament in my foot uh quite badly so I ended up having to have surgery on that one and um rehab that I was also pregnant with my first child at the time so it was all very exciting and that was all fine but I had to rehab that injury through my pregnancy and then obviously um after I had the baby I was still rehabbing and it was it took me a long time to rehab that and I was in um orthotics and hokers, like nice padded little cages for my feet, (laughs) which were very helpful for me through that rehab journey. But um, I kind of just stayed in them ever since. I I do remember the um, surgeon saying to me after the surgery, like, oh, so anytime you're at home now, make sure you've got like Birkenstocks on or these sneakers on. You basically should never be barefoot again and I was like cool so I did that and I sort of Berks and um, the orthotics since then and then um, I had another baby last year and after he was born my foot had, was feeling really good and fine but after he was born um, this pain came back in that mid part of my foot it was my Frank ligament that I that I tore and so when that pain came back I was like oh okay well I obviously need to upgrade, update my orthotics. So I started like looking around for podiatrists and people to help me with that. Um, But I was like, full disclosure, I was like, I don't want to spend $600 on orthotics. (laughs) What can I do to save that money? And so I, um, yeah, just I guess started researching and I don't know if like Siri was just listening to me because I think a Foot Collective Instagram ad just popped on my feed one day. And I was like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. And I kind of just fell into a little research black hole there and um, and sort of decided I was just going to like go hard at trying to heal my, my foot or strengthen my foot that way um, and not need orthotics moving forward, which is, yeah, I guess why I'm here.
1: Yeah, yeah, very cool. Very cool. I mean, as a bit of background, you're someone who uses their feet Probably more than most uh, with what you do. How important are your feet to tap dancing? And um, I guess that that injury that that, that must have been a yeah. p- pretty big blow to what you love doing.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. It's I mean it's my livelihood as well. It's my all my work. I need to be able to move my body and stand on my feet. And yeah, as you said, like I now really specialise in tap dance. So. That is very, very key to what I do. And so um, I do think that tapping has been um, a good thing for me in strengthening my foot since the injury. And then on top of that, since I've started like consciously working on my foot health, I think my feet have gotten even stronger and my tapping has improved as well, which is a cool bonus of that. So... um, yeah it's been really interesting going through this journey and and I guess finding that this I mean it's hard with tap dancing because in terms of footwear I don't have a lot of ability to have you know zero drop wide toe box it's very specific the kind of shoes I need to wear but um obviously I just some barefoot anytime I'm not tapping really but um
1: where you live helps with that (laughs) yes it
0: is I was it's funny though I was literally like oh I'm so cold this morning I need to put some toe socks on to walk around the house but um and it's like sunny and beautiful it's not even that cold (laughs) but I'm just not conditioned to the cold but um yeah it's been really cool um seeing um how much it's helped with my work and my performing as well
1: yeah for sure so so when you had that injury I mean what was sort of going through your head? What was uh, what was the instant reaction? Can you take us back to what, exactly what happened and, and yeah. what that journey was like? Because yeah, I, I know no. there's a lot of people in our community who don't, you know, obviously we have a lot of stories of people who get foot pain just from, mm. you know, dysfunction, but then mm. there's a, a heap of people who do just suffer really unfortunate um, injuries that, you know you can set them back like yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know if it's having been a dancer like my whole life I'm 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 not used to being injured, but I'm used to my body being like a bit uncomfortable or being in pain. So this was by far the worst injury I've had from dancing. But I guess I mean when it happened, I was like I was literally on stage and I couldn't even get off the stage I had to be carried off. It was it was very dramatic. I wish someone had filmed it. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Um, It was really disheartening, I guess, in terms of like my career, and obviously I just found out I was pregnant, so that was a lot. And I remember them saying to me, like, "This foot injury, have a mate who's a physio." And I called him that night before I'd even investigated it with the doctors or anything, and he said, "Oh, look, because I was doing a, a twisting motion when it happened," and so. Oh, <laughs> there goes my poster. <laughs> anyway, um, my poster just fell off the wall if people are listening <laughs> to this. Anyway, um, I was doing a twisting motion. I s- explained that to him and he said, oh, it sounds like you've done your Frank ligament or your joint or something. That's a pretty, he's like, I'm not going to lie, that's a pretty shitty injury. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> it's a pretty shitty that's injury smart. to have. <laughs> we'll let okay. that
1: one slide. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. That's a pretty, like, it's going to be a long road to rehab it. And I was annoyed and upset and anyway, after I had the baby um, and really started going on the rehab journey, it was still, like they said to me, look, you're still like 12 months away kind of thing from being back dancing. So that was then another, it was like 18 months from when I did the injury and had the surgery. So it was a long road. But I don't know, I just had faith that um, like if I stayed consistent and, you know, did my Pilates, did my exercises, that I would eventually get back there. And I did. And I remember being on stage, like, after the baby and after the injury. That was awesome. That was really cool, yeah. getting back on stage, doing that.
1: Yeah, amazing. And I think, you know, we had a lady, Alison, who came on the podcast not too long yeah. ago, who who did a, an injury as well to, to her lower body, and... Um, And I guess, you know, a big struggle is I think um, the solutions that are offered for people when they have injuries to their feet are often not solutions that are going to get them back to doing what they love to the Mm. ability that they love doing them. You know, um, she was a big runner and the solution she was given was going to allow her to walk again uh, in very supported, rigid, structured, cushion. Uh, yeah, footwear and and orthotics, but it was never going to let her be able to run the way she was running before. And for someone who is literally, you know, tapping on their feet, um, yeah, you, you can't. You, you need the. There's no other option. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so you went down the rabbit hole then, and and that was yeah. a bit by chance. Um, I guess what was the? Do you sort of remember your first reaction to? Uh, you know, I guess that realisation or the light bulb going off because you've been told one thing and then you've seen the alternative. I mean, what was that like?
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. I do remember that, that kind of change in my thinking. And I don't even think it was a change. It was almost just a realisation like, oh, I know this. Like, of course, like this makes complete sense to me. Like, I don't even think I just considered it before because it was just what, the doctors had said or you know it was just what everyone did it was more orthotics and I had them as a kid and blah 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 and but I remember being like oh of course it makes sense to strengthen my feet like it strengthen my body to live why would I not do the same for my feet and like just be my own orthotics and yeah and from someone who moves you know uses their body so much it actually just it made so much sense so quickly for me so I wasn't I wasn't very hesitant to sort of jump on board and and go gung-ho with it all. I think I literally, once I decided I was doing it, I like got some toe separators and just like stopped wearing shoes instantly, <laughs> um, which probably wasn't like the best idea. I think maybe my body's ability to adapt already made it not too bad for me, but I can imagine that that would be not the best strategy for everyone to just like, get stop wearing shoes completely um but I did get a pair of um like the ultra as like a transitional shoe which I still wear I still I still like them just for you know days I'm on my feet um but then I have I've got some vivos and and whatnot as well now which is really cool I actually yesterday just listed I think 10 pairs of shoes on marketplace (laughs) all my old like I have this photo of all my shoes lined up on the coffee table because I'm like all right see ya, don't need you anymore. And now I just have like three pairs of shoes I'm wearing.
1: <laughs> it's probably going to be a conflict of interest if we link the uh, the link to your yeah, marketplace, marketplace in the seen. show notes. It's probably, they're <laughs> probably not shoes you want to recommend. No.
0: no, exactly. No, it's a bit unfair. Like here, take these shoes that aren't going to be very good for your feet. <laughs> probably burn them instead but anyway it's a satisfying it's a satisfying
1: feeling though uh yeah just even that process of of letting go of those other shoes um do have you found i mean it's it's a little bit easier for people who who i think live by the beach like yourself on the gold coast and particularly here in queensland where where it's sunny and um you know we I mean, it's a little chilly today, but not comparative yeah, to most yeah. places no. around the world. We're still
0: in t-shirts and singlets; like it's not yeah. that bad.
1: <laughs> exactly, um, but yeah, I mean, letting go of those fashion items that you know came with the yeah. look uh, yeah. to to make this move. Have you found any tension with that?
0: Not really. I like. I will say, it's like self confessed call myself like a foot princess I grew up in the city I was never barefoot like I was the girl who I prided myself on never walking home barefoot I would wear my heels the whole night like I was never going to be caught walking around barefoot and so I think as I've gotten older I've let the stiletto vibe go because I just don't care anymore but um, in terms of and maybe it's like as well like My new, like, identity as a mum, like, I just function is so much more important to me these days. Um, So not really. I think once I kind of, you know, the first time I put the, you know, vivos on, I was like, whoa, they do look wide on my feet. But now, uh, like, I don't know, it just, it feels normal now. Yeah. Yeah, Probably the biggest adjustment for me has been being barefoot outside my like princess feet on gravel and whatnot was an adjustment. Um, so I'm still getting used to it and just like conditioning the soles of my feet, but I want to get some, like um, some sandals. I'm just like slowly growing my shoe collection. <laughs> yeah.
1: Transitioning the collection. Yeah.
0: I love it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think
1: uh, like being a mum and, and having that different perspective, has it made you look at your own child's feet differently as well on that journey?
0: I've already got my two-year-old some little vivos for daycare so he's got I mean admittedly they're a size too big so he's falling over in them at the moment but they grow so quick that he'll be in them in no time um but yeah he's just barefoot all the time and now my little baby who's seven months he's actually just started like pulling to stand up and so he's just in socks and I got him some of those little rubber sock things and I got him some little mockers and slippers Mm -hmm. because it's cold now so um yeah it is really interesting I was actually watching my eldest his name's Percy I was watching him run around the other day and we were just playing and I was like watching his feet move and like because obviously that's the natural way they're meant to be it's cool having that example to kind of look at and Mm -hmm. compare to my feet and and see his toes spread and like when he walks and plays and it's It's been really cool. I would have never observed my child's feet with such intent previously, but here we are. It's cool.
1: I mean, I'm not a father yet, but yeah. when I see kids that aren't barefoot, um, yeah. particularly little kids in sneakers that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really just the way they walk and the way they interact with the yeah, ground. Yeah, they,
0: like, flop, like... Yeah, flop about. They're kind they of stomping.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and totally just look like they're literally trying to stomp to try and feel the ground to know where mm-hmm. they're going. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um sort of pushing against that. And yeah, um, yeah, I think it's it's a great perspective to have. I know Jim uh, yes. who you met on the yeah. walk and, and yeah. others would here on the podcast. You know, he's just had his first little one and um, yeah, just yeah. that that journey of seeing their feet the way they naturally should be. Um, yeah, you know, we've got another mate who lives on the Gold Coast, and yep. uh, his daughter, who little days, she's uh, like six, I think, now, and just never ha- has never worn shoes. Yeah, uh, you know, lived a few blocks from the beach all her life, and uh, just is barefoot everywhere Um, and she's homeschooled so she doesn't have to put into the the school shoes when she goes to school so literally you know has has barely ever been in shoes um and this this shape of her feet is just it's so fascinating to see they are like triangles like
0: yeah triangles
1: really wide at the the toes and um and then go down into that v and it's yeah it's fascinating to see that really. You know, I don't think she's an anomaly, to be honest. Like, I don't no, think no. that's, uh, you know, some sort of genetic um, difference that she has. I literally think that it's just because she's never worn shoes and yeah. probably what all of our feet should look like. So I can't, it seems strange, but I can't wait to see how her to feet see, continue yeah. to develop, you know, as she gets older. Because um, yeah. she just she simply would not fit into most shoes for kids her age.
0: Yeah, um, it is. Even a lot of the looking, barefoot yeah. shoes. But. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the barefoot. I mean, the I've only sort of been in this world for maybe six months now. But and I've been looking into the kids' shoes and, and for myself as well. And there is like a lot out there, but it is hard to like know what where to go with measurements and whatnot. So hopefully like this. Spreads and and it will just become the norm, and we can go to you know, Kmart or Cotton On Kids and buy proper shaped shoes for our kids without having to Definitely. worry about.
1: And I guess the, the the good thing is that there is already a pretty good understanding among parents that shoes, mm. for yeah. particularly for small smaller kids, should be you know.
0: Uh, and it's wide. interesting though you know I was in a I was in like one of those um I don't even know just one of those like not maithers or anyway some shoe shop and there was this lovely elderly lady who was working there and she came up to me and I was looking for some sandals for Percy or something and I just had like a quick look and I was like oh no they don't really you know she said oh how old is he I said oh he's two she goes oh well you know it's um you really need to get him into supportive shoes because it's, um, you know, it's it'll ruin, it'll impact the rest of his life. I think she said, and yeah. I was like, but imagine being another, you know, another mom. You're all, you know, very vulnerable as a new mom. Hearing something like that could impact, you know, you'd be it'd scare you. I was like, mm. okay, thank you, bye. I just like walk yeah. down, but yeah, it's it's yeah. so true,
1: and and I think that's where you know, it's so important for us to have an online presence and for the Mm. collective to be a voice for people online. But we do need more and more shoe shops, you know, around the country and the world that um, there's a a place called Soul Mechanics in Melbourne um, who give a fantastic uh, in-person service where they analyse your feet and really, you know, explain to you how your your feet are interacting with the ground through scanners and then help you identify what shoe you need next. And um, again, you know, we go into a shoe shop and have faith you know, based on the experts in that shop. Yeah. Um, that they're gonna direct you in the down the right path. And mm. um, you know, Athlete's foot is a prime example with yep. on, on on the same spectrum a, a foot mm. scanner that is gonna tell you which shoe you need to buy and yeah um, yeah it all just comes down to yeah to what stories you hear from from who. So um yeah, yeah I'm glad that we We'd gotten to you
0: beforehand. But. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You've saved my children's feet. <laughs> no, it's good. But he's like, we again, you're lucky wearing weather that allows my kids and me to be barefoot as much as possible. So it's yeah. good.
1: Yeah, so with, with your own recovery journey, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think has been integral to staying consistent? Because you joined our online community and obviously – uh, been really engaged in there. What, what do you sort of put it down to to be able to get you back on your feet and back to to tapping and doing what you love?
0: Yeah, well, I um, the community itself has been awesome. I love like the app being able to access it really easily, um, and it's separate to like my normal social media, which is nice, <laughs> so I don't get stuck in that black hole, um, and. I don't know, even just the the people on there, as soon as I jumped on, I think I, you know, was figuring it all out and someone instantly like sent me a message or responded or hyped me up or something. And I was like, oh, whoa, you're in like Stockholm. That's wild. Like, how cool is that? And then I kind of got, I love the challenges as well. Like having that little goal to achieve something is really cool for yourself and seeing everyone else doing the same thing. So I think that that's probably my biggest motivator alongside with just moving my body every day anyway kind of thing. So now it's part of my, you know, when I go to the gym, I'm doing, you know, my exercises there before we start our session and that kind of thing. So probably the community itself is what has made it the, yeah, the easiest transition into it being a normal part of my day kind of thing
1: yeah cool mm-hmm. and what we've loved about your videos as well and and you yeah. completing the challenges has been you doing them with your kids and yeah uh, you know I think that's a really important important aspect of any sort of habit or routine that you try and build into your life is having uh, the people who are around you most Often being involved in that process and not feeling isolated uh, when you're yeah. having to try and introduce something that initially can be a bit you know feel a bit odd or feel a bit yeah. weird. Um, and I totally. guess if the kids are already barefoot, then it you know
0: yeah it helps. yeah um, that's been really cool actually having like um, getting getting the boys involved and obviously they were a hit in the community as well. <laughs> Everyone loved seeing them on my videos, but it was cool. Like we, my husband and I really want to raise our boys with, you know, daily movement being a normal thing for them. So we will do home workouts together with the boys. Like, you know, he'll get home from work and we'll swing kettlebells for half an hour. And they're just like playing around with us and getting involved. So it's being like a normal part of their day for their life. So I just, this was just like a natural thing to involve them in as well. And, um, And, you know, they see you throwing a hacky sack around or, you know, crawling on the floor and they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to get involved with that. That looks fun. Cool. And it
1: normalises it, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that's a big part of it is that crawling is a great example uh, of a movement that Mm -hmm. is so, so helpful for, you know, full body mobility. Um, But it's something that adults just don't do anymore. No. Uh, Yeah. And it's something that kids do every single day, you know, toddlers, yeah. it's it's how we first learn to move. So yeah, I think, I think that's really crucial is just normalizing all of those different movements um, so that it's not like we have to grow out of them. Uh, no. And it's
0: interesting for me, like seeing how their bodies move. Cause it's, again, it's just the natural way. They haven't been, you know, tainted by, bad footwear and having to sit at a desk yet so when I see them squat like I'm like whoa that's amazing I need to do that and get that good you know so it's um it's cool it's cool for me watching them develop and and um what's the word I want um like harnessing and I can't think of the word helping them like, grow the way they should yeah, fostering it yeah fostering, there we go that's what I mean <laughs> yeah just like yeah helping them grow the way they should and develop strong bodies and to live a long life and one day crawl around on the floor with their own kids
1: yeah absolutely yeah. and you're also teaching tap now so I yes. guess it's not just your own children but you know yeah other children oh. that, that you have that impact on has it changed your perspective on on tap at all, or how you teach tap? Just this, you well, found awareness of your feet.
0: Yeah, I not. Um, I wouldn't say it's changed my approach to teaching. Personally, it's probably been the biggest change I've noticed in my strength and ability, hmm. mobility and strength and ability. But I, because I also teach jazz technique and and lyrical and contemporary, and so I actually have been obsessed with like the kids feet lately obviously and doing exercises with them to strengthen their feet as well because as a dancer like feet are a key element along with the rest of your body but um and these kids that I teach are from ages like six to 16 um Mm. and so they're still developing and so encouraging them to work now on their strength and building from the ground up to become better dancers as well um, has been really cool. And it's never anything I've included in my technique classes before, but now I will do like short foot with them and like splaying our toes and things in class. Um, And they're all, they all love it. They're all excited. They do, you know, and theraband strengthening exercises and things. So it's all, you know, it's just helping them be even better dancers really. And it's like subtle
1: awareness uh, because yeah. I think it's not just it's not just dances. Um, there's a whole well, majority of sports that children play. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. The feet are their most important asset, really, mm. uh, when you mm. nail it down, whether it's soccer or rugby or, or whatever it may be, the feet are, are obviously very important yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. We for a while um over the last couple of years uh have been running sort of in person we called them injury prevention training uh with some local soccer clubs here in Queensland. Yeah, cool. Um getting kids out of their football boots before they started training and, and integrating, yeah, like you said, sort of, you know, hacky sack play and balance play um before they engaged in the the serious training in their boots and mm. Yeah, it was really fascinating. Um, firstly, like you said, just to see how some kids' feet sort of interact with the ground and how good their balance is. It's, you know, some, is, some are really good and, and some are sadly quite shockingly bad. Um, yeah. And it just shows how important it is. And these are like seven, eight year olds who um, haven't been wearing shoes for that long. Uh, But how important it is to integrate that into whatever sport they're doing from a young age, because they're going to have to wear football boots, they're going to have to wear tap shoes, they're going to have to wear the certain ballet shoes
0: or whatever, ballet,
1: ballet, whatever it may be for their discipline. But again, it's like you said, it's what they're doing when they're not in those shoes. That's yeah,
0: yeah, totally. And um, yeah, I mean, dance is not great. The footwear you have to wear ballet shoes jazz shoes, tap shoes, they all are, you know, very narrow. But I think, yeah, it's it's unavoidable um at this stage. And so just making sure they're working on it when they're not having to, yeah, train in that in those shoes or do that discipline. Um and yeah, the balance thing's really interesting. And it was interesting, um, obviously with balance as a dancer, it's very important. So the kids are pretty good, but like seeing their feet when they balance say like on um, a demi point so up on like tippy toe not on top of your foot but like a tippy toe and helping them to like actually just play their toes a bit and get a bit more balance is improving their balance even Mm -hmm. in those extreme sort of positions rather than toe you know big toe pointing in like it would be in a jazz shoe kind of thing so that's been really interesting and cool to see. And I did actually wear my Vivo shoes the other day. My I've got just like the little Primus. And I was a bit like, oh, because all the kids, they're, you know, they're wearing the coolest sneakers and blah, blah, blah. And I was a bit like, not that I'm worried about being judged by 11 year olds, <laughs> But I was like, oh, I wonder what they're going to say about my shoes. And one of the girls was like, oh, I love your shoes. They're so flat. I was like, oh, yeah, well, let me tell you about them. They're really good for your <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so funny anyway so hopefully you never know i might
1: you're a trendsetter
0: i'm gonna be the trendsetter now they're all gonna be in flat shoes
1: (laughs) i love it i love it well look, thanks so much for joining us for the chat today like i've really enjoyed hearing a bit more about your story um yeah i guess i always like to finish these stories from the soul with Uh, a little final call to action or um, a plea to anyone who may be in your position, whether they're, you know, a young mother or they may have suffered an injury and and they've had surgery and and potentially feel like, you know, surgery or, you know, even if they're pre-surgery or or, or orthotics or whatever it may be that they've been told is the only way, Um, I guess, what sort of advice or, or guidance would you give to to someone who's in your position?
0: Yeah, I guess if, if it's something you're interested in and, and like looking to learn more, then um joining the community was the best thing ever. Um there's so many like minded people, um, so many resources you can access and and essentially take the 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 power into your own hands with your foot health and and um get the help you need. Um it's uh, for me it's it's more than just rehabbing that foot injury it's more I see it as like the rest of my life like having a, an able body um I'm fortunate that I do and I want to look after that moving forward so I can be the mum playing soccer with the kids in 10 years and then be the grandma crawling on the floor with my grandchildren and travelling and still playing sports and and enjoying my life without pain in my body and I think building it up from the soul <laughs> is where it starts. It, it makes complete sense to, yeah, support and strengthen your whole body starting with your feet in my mind. So, yeah, come and join us, join the community, <laughs> say hello, we'll help you out and... Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, even
1: potentially, you know, like meet in person, which I think was yes, is, is the exactly. end goal of all of this is like, it's, it's great to connect online and um, be hyped by someone over in Stockholm. But yeah. the whole idea behind this is that hopefully we can grow a community where um, you can make, you know, real friends um, yeah. and, and connect with people in person who share your values and I know as as you know for young parents particularly like it's important mm-hmm. to have people on your side through those journeys where you're sort of I guess going against the grain it, it, to some regard with health and um, with the health yeah, of your children 100%. so yeah just, just having support I think uh, in any aspect of your life um, is important and
0: yeah and with like-minded people like you know that the people in the community and and nearby if you go to a um sos stroll you know like it's it's people that have the same values like you said and and um are all on the same journey which is really cool
1: thanks for listening to the restore to explore podcast to stay up to date with all things tfc join our brand new free community inside you'll find a growing library of education training and resources to help you resolve common conditions restore natural function and explore your body's potential with a community that's there to support you along the way. To join, just head to thefootcollective.com or you'll find the link in our show notes.